0: In this episode of Man Vs. Marriage, it's a curveball. We're going to have an out loud journey episode. Talking marriage, life, family, kids. I literally just made this decision. This is an episode you don't want to miss. I say that sometimes. After you hear it, you might want to miss it. Be right back. Welcome back to another episode of Man vs. Marriage. It is I The Q, Digging it dog. In the brand family studio with my lovely wife, Jeannie. Honeybun, give a salutation to the world. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I just uh I just got a spike. In maybe energy, yeah. Maybe it's because may-
1: you're live on the microphone and you can hear yourself. That's what that is.
0: Maybe that's true and uh maybe can you the key ketone- on the
1: practice intros <laughs> you got a little more energy.
0: Well, I just had an energy spike. <laughs> mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And I'm not sure if it's uh, like from ketones just flooding my veins. I think
1: it's from hearing your voice echo in your own ears. I do love excited. it. Uh huh. I do
0: love it. Okay. Man, we got a lot going on, um, which is usual, if you've listened to this podcast, you know we always have something going on. It's kind of our lifestyle. And so before we get into this, uh, Quincy... At M-V-S-M com, Quincy, Q-U-I-N-C-Y at M-V-S-M I'll ask you why you're laughing in a minute, honey. I don't, I have no idea Kiki's why. giggle. Oh, okay. I can't hear it. Oh, I just heard it. There you go. All right, folks. Let's just, let's just have an open discussion. I hope you are having these types of discussions with your spouse where you sit down and you talk about life. If you've learned nothing else from this show, I hope you learned that. And it's funny how uh, like a discussion, honey, can uh, start off in a gentle manner and then it can get like hot and irritated. It can calm down and then it can come back full circle to a place of frustration. So I figured we were talking earlier. I just figured as you were discussing those things, it's like, man, this is part of what we committed to talk about. On our podcast. So what's going on with you?
1: What's going on with me? Like today?
0: Yeah, in this moment. Like live in the moment. Journey episode.
1: I'm just getting hit with speed bumps and I don't do well with them. So um, I'm, I'm working through them while we're getting ready to record. Yay.
0: Oh, okay. So tell me more about the speed bumps. Not that I don't know, but just talk me through it.
1: We just... We've got kids that are making changes, adding things to the schedule, adding things to routine. And um, I'm sole driver at the moment. So it's just, I I had a plan for the summer. I I had a plan. And my plan is not going to be my plan anymore. So I've got to work through it.
0: All right. Can I ask you some questions about that?
1: Sure. I won't promise I'll be nice, but I'll answer.
0: Well, I'm not asking you to be nice. I mean, even if if, if you need to do what you need to do, okay? <laughs> Get all the air out of the balloon. Um, you have a plan for the summer. hmm And who have you told this plan?
1: All of the kids. They were part of the plan.
0: Okay. And you, so as far as communicating, I, maybe I don't know the plan, But I think I know some of the plan, which is the time you're going to spend going to the gym, you know, to get back on track with your health. Mm -hmm. I don't know if some of that involves um, like your writing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if some of that involves like family summer trips, Mm -hmm. et cetera.
1: I have a class that I need to finish. Yep. That I haven't been able to finish because you can't do live videos with Kiki in the room. Um, I have a book that needs to be worked on. I have a class for that that needs to be done um, because I have other people that are waiting for my input on that. I have editing that needs to get done, which means the book has to get done to get edited. Mm -hmm. I have family time. We have trips coming. You have work trips that you want me to go with you on. Um, We have... Birthdays coming, three of them that are pretty significant over the summer. We have senior pictures and senior trip things that have to be done. We have cross country practice. We have ROTC crap that has to be dealt with, and it's not crap. It's just added onto the list for this particular conversation. And I have two girls going into their senior year, so it's just a lot. It, 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 for for what I'm looking at over the next 12 weeks, I had a lot of focus being shifted to myself while trying to navigate these other things for these kids. And it's not that I don't want to do it. They're just adding stuff to that, which changes how I get to do things. I don't like it. <clears throat> so it's going to take me a little while to kind of process through it. It's, it's one of those, it's different when I get prefaced with, okay, I got a speed bump. This is, this is what's on our plate. This is what I'm looking at. And I have time to kind of like stop where my head is going because I have the preface. There's a speed bump. But I also know that once you put that out there, I have the option to discuss what the speed bump is, not bam, here it is. This is what we're doing. Mm -mm. I don't do well with that. I don't do well with it. Everybody in this house knows that it's not meant to be a walk on eggshells with me kind of thing. It is meant to be, if you don't want me to snap at you, (laughs) this is what prevents that from happening because I don't feel like I'm railroaded or sideswiped. I have an opportunity to stop myself before that happens and say, okay, stop and listen to what's going on. And then I can put my two cents in and we can kind of work from there. I'm not getting that right now. I'm getting, oh, hey, this needs to be done. Oh, hey, I'm doing this. That's okay, right? And I'm getting, you know, these things that are coming up. You and I were discussing, like, family trips and things. It's, it's the twins' senior year. Mm-hmm. One of them is going off to college. The other one is looking at doing uh, local college and staying home for a little bit longer while working a job. We've got, you know... The junior coming in, and she has more on her schedule this year than any year we've ever done for any individual child. So this is going to be a lot of juggling. There's two that will be driving hopefully by the beginning of school year. The third one should be driving in January. We have one car that they can use. We, we don't even know if that car is going to pass for the driving test at this point. But that's beyond the point. It's like, you guys, you're, you're not... Three licenses in one vehicle and three schedules. Only one of you can have that car at a time. And only one of you can drive that car at a time. And you can't take the other people to where they need to go when you have to be here at this time. So it's still going to put stuff on my plate. Looking at that from now to August and knowing that in August, this is what it looks like, I have time to adjust to that. But we literally just got out of school 72 hours ago. And now a schedule that we had already discussed is no longer the case because they're throwing extra things in. I don't care that they got jobs. I'm happy that they got jobs. I I don't like where she got the job. I wish she would have chose a different location because it's just going to stir shit in the house. And I don't like it. I know to you it's not a big deal because they need to work through their stuff. To me, it's a big deal because i got to listen to the shit all damn day. All of them. In the car, in the house, when they argue, when they go back and forth, when they start talking about who's doing what chores, it's just a pain in the ass, and they're old enough I shouldn't have to deal with this shit anymore. And here we're going to deal with the shit again. I don't I just don't like it it just adds more stress to my day whether I need to deal with it or not it doesn't matter it's in the house it's in the atmosphere this is this is the like it's supposed to be our sanctuary it ain't not what the crap they've got going on I mean God they had a blow up over somebody not wanting somebody else to talk to somebody over the phone and it became this huge thing it didn't need to become just because it was a judgment, so to say. It's that kind of crap that it's just like, dude, I just don't have the patience for it. I just don't have the patience for it. And then looking at it from the selfish side, it screws what I have planned for myself. I do shit all year long. Okay, I want the summer. I want to be able to focus on what I need to do. I don't see it. I just don't see it. I'm having a tantrum. (laughs) So I can, it is, it's a tantrum so that I can process through who's doing what. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know what the schedule looks like. I have a schedule in my head of what it was supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. Now I just get to wait and see while everybody else adds to that schedule and then I can figure out my shit in the middle. That's what's going on. <clears throat> and you're going to ask me, how can you help? And you can't because you travel. So you're going to be home, what, maybe three days a week on the weekends, which is family time. So, I mean,
0: you, you've already established that I travel, I travel, I travel. It feels like at this point you're kind of rubbing it in. Um, I'm not
1: trying to rub it in. I'm I'm telling you, I know you want to help me, and you would take on taking people places and taking stuff off my plate if you could but th- that's not our life
0: well i'm so, not i'm not asking how like I, my question of you know asking how i can help has nothing to do with me physically helping i trust me when i say i understand that i travel for work
1: but that would be the help that i need is being able to get people to and from
0: it might be but it What about the strategy side of this thing and then setting the expectation for these people who need you to transport them and then saying, just like I did, you know, with the chores, not that I have all the answers, but putting you guys together and giving some framework and saying, this is where it's at and not, not necessarily putting yourself and what you want to do last But maybe putting it first and saying, here's what you have to work with. And this will work for you, or it won't. And then that is that. The older human beings that can Uber, can Uber. The younger human beings that rely on you for transportation, I mean, that's where it's at. I mean, I have not, I haven't been and you know what i'm saying i'm i've worked for the same company collectively for 25 years save a small break in the action and i never had an app where i could get on and say here's my specific availability i think about that and i go that is crazy like in a great way because if i want to work these days i'll put my availability And if I don't, I won't. And so I'm looking at it going, I see a path forward here for you to like seize back this power that you're giving up. Let me take the word power out seize back the authority that you're surrendering. For the people that are dependent upon you. Now, these human beings do a God-awful amount to help us as a family. You do a God-awful amount to help us as a family. My role is slightly different because I travel. And just so you know, each time I hear that, it's like a knife being twisted in my ribs that I regret more and more that I have to travel for work. Um, That's just a for this stupid day and time, I guess a trigger word for me because I feel guilty about leaving this house overnight. But with that being said, unless you surrender your authority in the situation, then you will map out the way this goes. And you have the choice to do that or... To use it, this is going to sound really bad, but I'm going to say it. And there's an E for explicit, so say what you must. Or you can use this as a continuing excuse about why you can't get your things done. So embrace your authority and line it out like we line calendars out. Now we're going to do it as a family, which you've been doing already. But the fact is, is that you don't, at this point in time, you don't need to base what you do around them. They need to base what they do around you because you already had the expectation that I get the summer. And unless you surrender that, which in your mind, it seems like you have, then you still get you for the summer. And they will, make, they will have to have the flexibility, not you. So which way do you want this to go? If you want your summer and you want what's coming to you, reach in there and grab your authority back and understand the mindset is this all works around what I was told we would do. And if it works for you, great. If it doesn't, figure it out. Because here's the plan that we had going into this. And let me assure you, let me assure you, there is a path where that works. Because for a short time, when you had your procedure, I, I played your role. Very difficult role, but I laid the freaking law down and I said, this is where it is. If you do not communicate, if you do not tell me the night before, yeah, but mom, this is not mom. You're reliant upon me. I will help you, but here is how I can help you based on my other responsibilities so this is the way it looks i know it hasn't been this way but here's where it is so this is how it's going to go does everybody get it great were there some bumps in the road yes you have to call audibles now and again yes was there an ice storm yes but at the at the same token Use your authority as the wife and mother of this home to say this was the deal and now we're going to build around this deal. If you need to make some adjustments, then make some adjustments. But that's that's what you plan around is what you've already done. You And look, you're their mom. You're obligated to make sure they have you know, a shelter over their head along with me. You know, we're obligated to do that. We, we do that with joy. You're obligated to make sure that they have food. You do that. You're obligated to make sure that they get transportation to and from school. It could be a bus. You know how, you know how cold I can be um, just to, for people to learn a lesson and to, to gain a sense of appreciation. So those are the three things that you do in spades, and you make adjustments all the time. And you endure a lot all the time. But that's what you're supposed to do. That's our agreement of how we are, you know, structuring our family. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go work, and you're going you're gonna to work at home, and that's the agreement we made. So you've been holding up your end of the bargain consistently, probably more consistently than you give yourself credit for. Um, so if this is the deal you have— Then step back, kind of realize who you are, and instead of allowing this information to disempower you, allow it to empower you to say, Here's where it's at, and this is what it's going to be, because you are on a new path. Don't forget that. You're not looking back, you're not allowing excuses anymore. You have a mission to move forward. And that's what you are going to do. And though this seems like familiar, this version of you, your life is not familiar with. Because you would surrender in the past. You would use it and embrace it as an excuse. But that's not you now. So let the dust settle. Let it settle. Say, okay, here's where we're at. This is what, this is the deal we made. Are you changing the deal? No. Mm-mm. Who changed the deal? They are. Now I know this sounds like it sounds like really intense, but it's not. It's just me saying you have you're the house. And what is the rule at the casino? The house wins. I don't care what that sounds like. They depend on you. You guys work great as a team together because we have a couple of wild cards, Hunter and Kirsten. And so the way this family comes together to support each other, even with all the bickering and the complaining, I almost said a naughty word there, and it it almost just like rolled out. Even with all the bickering, the complaining, and the drama, the way this family supports each other, I have such a deep-seated sense of pride because we are family first. And these girls love you to death. They love you, and they—I believe—they really do know and value what you do. So, when it's like, okay, here's the deal. Everybody's around for a calendar talk. It's an expanded calendar talk. It's like here, here's the times. This, this is what, this is what I'm gonna do. Now, your availability. Here's your windows. And like I showed you in the past, if you have to be at work close to this time or you get off work close to this time, guess what? You got a shot. And and the train runs at this time and it is dropping you off here. If you need to be at work earlier, then you're going to be there. You're going to hang out. And sometimes you might make some extra money. But this is the way it goes. Even when aqua tots or whatever. That is the way I ran that shit for several weeks because there's only so much peanut butter on your spoon. That's a fact. There's only so much. So that's the way it has to run. And then they will step up. Their needs will get met. It may not be how they expected, but how many times in life does that happen? (laughs) So while I'm being like so hard lined here, I'm thinking on, what do you need? You communicated it. You had a deal. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. What do they need? They're communicating it, but now they're changing the deal. But because they work so hard, we're willing to be flexible,
1: but I'm, you just can't. I'm willing to work with it. My issue is. They didn't come to me first to say, what hours can I do this? I mean, Mo just came in here a few minutes ago and said, okay, well, I applied for this. So when they asked me my hours, I'm going to tell them this, 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 and this. Is that okay? And it's like, hold up. You didn't even tell me you were applying. I, I mean, I knew she applied to all the other ones, but we've already had this conversation. She shouldn't be applying, period. But she still is. So it's like, okay, well, you're not listening. You're going to keep trying to do what you want to do. And that's frustrating. Correct. Because it should be her here during the summer to help out. She's getting the gym time that she needs. She's getting the practice time that she needs. She needs the summer to chill out. She has a full year of so much stuff. And she can't figure out why she's exhausted, why she's always hungry, why she feels like she has no energy. She's fallen asleep at the last couple of weeks in class. You need a break. But no matter how many times I tell her that, I'm fine. No, you're not. You're 15 freaking years old. Hit the brakes. Take a few weeks off. You want to study for your SATs. You want to study for all your ROTC stuff. You want to start making plans for when you're 16 and looking at a job. Great. Take the three months off, work out, do your training, keep on your meal plan, chill, help babysit, help around the house. I told her I would pay her for that stuff that you and I would work something out to get her some money over the summer to help her out because I know it's not just, you know, here, watch the kids so we can go do something. She wants to earn money. There's things she can do to earn money. We have projects that we're trying to work on. She can earn money. But it's like, I cannot get through that kid's head. You need to slow down.
0: Yeah, and that's where, you know, we've had this discussion several times. But with, you know, with things changing, because she wasn't, like, when we had this, for better or worse, we had this argument Mm -hmm. about, you know, what it was. Um, she wasn't falling asleep, you know she wasn't in this particular I'm exhausted phase. Yeah. these situations weren't happening, so what we need to do is talk about like talk through it, which we could talk through it here, and then whatever the decision the decision is coming out of this discussion
1: well, because here here's the way we were looking at it. I was looking at it, and I put it out there with the kids in conversations in the car and whatnot because. They're going to be home for summer. Now, mind you, I knew Joe was going to look for a job. I knew, you know, senior year going in, her and and Sophie have things they want to do. So their plan was to work to earn some of that money to eliminate some of the burden from us. And also, I think, partly so that we wouldn't say, no, they can't do things because we couldn't afford it. And I I have no problem with that. Mm -hmm. But the, the original conversation was... Anissa's not able to work yet. She's 15. So she wants to earn money. We have things that we want to do, you and I, where childcare is necessary. Mm -hmm. And Mo can handle that by herself. Mm -hmm. Mo goes with you to the gym at 5 a.m. And then she goes to practice. So her gym time and her training are covered. Mm -hmm. The other two wanted to go to the gym with me later in the daytime between 11 and 2. Whatever our schedule allows, depending on what I have going on. Those are the least busy hours for mm-hmm. us to go. Right. And I don't have to rush to get anybody anywhere. I can actually take a full cardio and workout. So it's about a two hour span for me. Yep. So that was the deal. Now I already got the membership so that I could work that out for us a while ago. So that's already on the slate. Those girls are covered to not have to worry about whether or not you and our niece are available. Right. So Mo's got her gym time. I get my gym time. The twins get their gym time. Mm -hmm. You get yours. Mm -hmm. The five people who want it are covered. Hannah goes in with you if she wants to go, that's fine. If she wants to go with me, she's going to have to pick up her own membership because I've already got two people on me. That's a separate conversation that was already tossed out there. Mm -hmm. So I had coverage on Mondays. Hannah's home on Thursdays. Gracie's home, unless we have a doctor's appointment for her. Mm-hmm. I, I set those up so that she doesn't have to take time off. Then I need Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. And if you and I are going anywhere, the weekend rotates between all five because clearly they can work that out. Only one works on the weekend. Yep. Well, now the twins want to pick up weekend time because it's summertime. They can make more money and get more hours. Okay, My agreement was if you work the weekends, you got to find a ride except for Hannah because she made the adjustment for me so I could have Mondays. If we are home, we will take her and pick her up. Mm -hmm. If we're out of town or we have something else going on, she Ubers, but there's leeway in that for her when it comes to her gas money, if need be, because she's having to pay for Uber. So if it ended up being... My discussion with her was if you end up taking Ubers on Sundays because of me not being home or what have you, we will take some out of your gas money for that month because you're having to have someone else replace me as the driver. That's fine. But now they're all add all of a sudden it's like, well, now is gonna work and Jojo's gonna work and Sophie's gonna add hours to her time slot. And now Hannah is talking about maybe adjusting her time so she could get more hours. And Gracie's talking about adding college classes and that was a conversation last night I think that's what really actually kind of started this whole mess up in my head because mm-hmm. Gracie started talking about um, going to online classes and on-campus classes and the campus is 30 minutes from home she doesn't drive she took the test she doesn't qualify for online classes so she's gonna have to do in-person classes no matter what she does and she was already setting those time slots because that's when the classes are available. And when I came out and said, you're going to end up Ubering to those that put a pause to things because it was just expected. I think on that side that I was going to pick this up. And it's like, look, if I can, I'm more than happy to do it. But my radius for jobs is 15 minutes. Mm hmm. I got no more than 30 minutes to be able to get you to and from because I've got to be able to stay in my routine for other people. It worked out where they all worked at the same location for a little while because the school and the work are all within, you know, 10, 12 minutes of each other. So getting one at five o'clock, dropping one off at five 30, it's not a big deal, but we're not in that schedule right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't want to be going four or five times to the same location at different times during the day. That's taken away from what I've got to do and having to try and drive her to school. It's like, I babe, I can't take you 30 minutes away. That's an hour round trip for me with Hunter and Kiki in tow. And how many times do I have to do that on top of, I mean, my average af- just afternoon, my average Monday through Friday afternoon, I start pickups at three 30 in the afternoon and I am not home until six 30 because the time frames that they're, Work schedules, school schedules, what have you are. That's three hours in my day for pickups. Mm -hmm. I don't have space in there to take another hour back and forth to pick somebody up because there's not enough gap to get one and get back and not have somebody hanging for 45 minutes to an hour, which I wouldn't care except we're going into heat and we're going into places where they're not going to be able to be inside I don't feel right making them sit and sweat for an hour. But that that's the stuff I think that set me off. It's like, y'all got all these things going on. And then I stopped and looked at it. And it's like, I've got my family coming in for a week. And the kids are supposed to help out so that I can spend some time with my sister by myself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're going to be gone, I think, four days out of her travel here, if I if I remember your calendar correctly. So, the time that the three of us can go out and do something is limited. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not, I'm not trying to exclude the kids. We're going to spend time with the kids, but I, I want to have grown up time. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be able to go and just hang out with my sister. Um, you've got, we've got our cheat weekend set up, which is supposed to be a long family weekend because it's covering my birthday and Father's Day combined. Mm-hmm. We were trying to make a weekend trip, maybe a day trip out of town with everybody. You're trying to set up for your stuff so that you and I can have a little bit of a getaway time. It's summer. I finally have time to go and be with you for a little while and not have to juggle who has to be where. Mm -hmm. I wanted to take advantage of that. Now, if I've got to take other people, now I've got to juggle everybody else's schedule, figure out how they get to work because the ones who aren't 18 can't take an Uber. Right. So it's like, I, I know their kids and they don't think of those things. And I understand that it's not their place to really worry about adult things. It's our place to worry about adult things. But it just, it, it's not that they want to do it or that I can't help them do it. It's the way it comes out at me rather than laying out a schedule and, and, you know, asking me, Hey, if I was to say I'm available these days at this time, and this is what I wanted to do, could this be doable? That is totally different than coming in and telling me I applied for this. And I told them that I can work X, Y, and Z that works for you, right? Those are two totally different conversations. That's like me coming at you and saying, Oh, Hey, so, um, you can't work on Friday. You need to call out because I made plans and you've got to be home. That doesn't work real well with your schedule, does it? No,
0: but that's that's because I assume the authority over my schedule.
1: That but I understand all that, but I'm saying not not looking at the authority of it. I'm saying looking at the way it is brought to you. The way that it is said to you.
0: Okay, let's go back to one of the coach ritas. All right. I'm just going to I'm just going to put this out there. You teach people how to treat you. Hmm. So what actions can you take to change that? What new boundaries can you draw?
1: I, I already have the boundaries. We just haven't had the conversation with the kids to reiterate the boundaries. I'm not saying that they're taking over my schedule. What I'm saying okay. is put yourself an, in the conversation. What is the difference in a conversation between us when I say you need to do this This is what I've got going on. So this is what I need you to do versus, hey, I'm looking at trying to do this. Will this work? Can you, can you help me figure this out? Which one of those is more easily, I mean, which one would you prefer? (laughs) Which one do you respond better to?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's obvious the one where you're asking. I mean, we all respond better to that. That's the
1: issue I have. That's where the speed bump is, is they know how to ask before they do something, they're not doing that. They're just coming at me and saying, "Okay, I set my college schedule. Okay, um these are the hours that I set up for my work schedule. These are the times that I'm going to be doing X, Y, and Z." And it's like, "Well, that's great. How are you getting there?"
0: Well, yeah, that's my that's kind of my point is if you've already set Like I hate to use terms in the family that are business, but
1: no, but you, it is a business. If you really look at it, that's my job title. I manage the family.
0: If you've already set the expectation and they're not following that, then, and you've kind of gone over it a couple times, then it's like life. You know, you tell your kid, don't climb on the couch, <laughs> don't climb on the table. Eventually, you got to let that knucklehead fall off the couch or the table. And so when it comes time, like, one of our other children who didn't have the decency to let me know I'm going to be 30 minutes late, so I show up to pick you up, and you don't communicate, and then finally when you do, you say, I need 30 minutes, I said, okay, this is the last time this is going to happen, here is the outcome, should this happen again? And what happened when it happened again? She Ubered home. Yeah. And when it happened Actually happ-
1: she called me first and then she Ubered home.
0: And when it happened again, I said she said, Where are you? I said, I left. You can wait until I come back to get your sister. And so it's not out of it's not out of um it's not out of spite. It's like let's teach each other to value our time. Let's use decency when we mm-hmm. communicate. Let's be considerate. Exercise courtesy, and if you don't, I mean, it's it to me, I, and and I hate it when people simplify things that I'm going through. I look at it and it's like, oh, I set my college classes. Great, and there it is. You already know how you already know what's necessary. And when it comes time, it's like, oh, I have to be at school tomorrow. Excellent. (laughs) Enjoy your first day of class. And then guess what? It's not me taking you. Mm -hmm. This is
1: life. I think what frustrates me is they like to come to you and say, you know, they're doing all these things and they line it out for you. And as dumb as this sounds, they don't come to me until after they go to you. So it's like, hey, Dad, I'm going to do the blah, 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 blah. And then you get excited, and you're like, yeah, this is cool. This is a great idea. You start talking to them about it, and everybody's all on board. And then all of a sudden, it hits me, and it's like, wait a minute. Dad doesn't do shit with the family schedule. That's false. It is, and it, no, it's not, because... Our family schedule for the family as a whole revolves around your work schedule and my schedule, okay? Them planning something and talking to you about all these 110 things that they're doing makes no sense when you are not the one who's going to be driving them to and from where they're going. So it it's kind of like, you know, jack calling you and saying hey quincy i want to do this with the family i want to bring everybody over we want to blah 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 okay call my wife my wife does the family schedule she can tell you if if we're available to do that oh well that's why i'm telling you no call my wife my wife handles the family schedule it, it's the same concept it's like you it's not taking you out of the equation of the family schedule it's simply saying you, you're not you told me yourself I'm not getting my hand in that mess. That that's not my schedule. That is her schedule. I am not setting that time bomb off. Y'all figure that out. If she says it's cool, we'll go.
0: Yeah, I don't I need to run my schedule. I don't I ha, I don't have any desire to run yours.
1: But that's my point. The kids come to you with all these things and and they get all excited and they start telling you they're going to do all these things, but then when they come to me with it, it's like, "Well, I talked to Dad about it." Cool dad doesn't have anything to do with my driving schedule. No, none. But they don't look at it that way. They look at it as they talk to you about it. You were cool with the idea. You thought it was great. So they have permission to go forward and they start doing all these things and making all these plans. And it's like, buddy, that's not how this works. Yeah, probably. And I, think, I think it's just one of those things where it's been a year. We we have a year conversation coming up where we need to reassess. And I think it's it's you know, it's summer. So we need to have the reassessment, the conversation with everybody else to say that this is what I'm doing. This is what dad's got going on. This is what family time is looking like this summer. These are things we want to put into place mm-hmm. because we we've been discussing this. It's two more seniors. Two more people getting ready to, you know, make their own way over the next year. Mm -hmm. One getting ready to possibly take off and live on campus. Another one going to live here, hopefully, and figure out what she wants to do. And we still have two that are, have plans, but haven't really put a whole lot of motion into those plans yet that we need to start working with. So uh, it's kind of like they get to summer and their brain just goes to 110 different things they want to do, which is great have all the thoughts you want. But if you need me to take care of it or to get you there, you need to go over this with what I've got going on. So I think we just need to sit down, like you said, and do another calendar conversation be like, look, if I can work out to go with you on some of these trips over the summer and I don't have to be hauling everybody's ass everywhere, I want to go spend as much time as I possibly can with you on the road. Mm -hmm. For the simple fact, A, It's reconnection time for us because when school starts, shit goes crazy and we don't always have what we want. And B, while you're working, I'm writing. Mm -hmm. I have quiet time where no one is reliant on me and I can just work. Or like this last trip, I can take a freaking day to sleep and nap and not have to be, it's a recharge for me. I just get to shut down and not do anything. I love that. Mm Mm-hmm. It's it's not going to happen often during the year with everything we've got going on. So I wanted to take advantage of that for the summertime. I don't think they see those things like we do and that they're like I said, they're not supposed to do their kids. They're they're thinking about kid things. I get it. But even trying to set up for them with the girls, I'm like you. You should have your girl nights during the summertime. Let's have the movie nights and have people over. And you know, if you guys want to go to the park and play volleyball, whatever. What you want to take everybody with us for Fourth of July? These things have to be planned. And then to come back and be like, I'm gonna be doing this, 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 this. Stop knocking over my damn blocks. Okay, I made my tower. Stop knocking over my damn blocks. I'm gonna get mad, like Kiki. I'm gonna start chucking them at people. Is what's gonna happen? But you i mean—you're right. I'm not—I'm not mad at them. It just frustrates me because it becomes overwhelming to me to look at five people that are reliant on me. I—I'm—I'm I'm not excluding Hunter and Kiki, but Hunter and Kiki's dependence on me is a totally separate topic. Yeah. But five people that are totally reliant on me for getting them to and from these things that they want to do for making sure that we have the finances and that you and I have the discussions about the finances for all of these other things that they want to do and for making time for, you know, myself in between or, you know, they want to have one-on-one time with me. Where are you guys putting all of this time? For me, it is very overwhelming because y'all aren't looking at what's actually on the schedule. You're just looking at these are things we want to do. It is much like having five mini-me's going in the clouds and sitting there and me going, how the hell am I supposed to pull all five people down at one time and not be the asshole in the room? <laughs> that's that's what it feels like. They're not doing it intentionally. They're not doing anything wrong. I'm not mad at them. I am frustrated because it becomes an overwhelming thing for me to look at. Okay, It's multiple people, multiple things, and I already have... Multiple people and multiple things. And then I have my things and our things. And who do I piss off? Because somebody's going to lose in some of these things so that other people get what they need. You know what I'm saying? It's like I, I can't be everything everywhere all the time. No. I just, can't. I can't. And what ends up happening is my shit gets put on the back burner.
0: It used to. It shouldn't anymore. It I mean, shouldn't,
1: but that's generally... That's typically what happens, and that's what I'm trying to avoid.
0: Yeah, I don't... You know, Yoda. Anyway, <laughs> um, like I say, I mean, it's uh, it's like... Let's use the tools that we have developed and apply it to this situation. Um,
1: but, like, are we the only ones that go through this? Like, I, I, I don't know anybody who... Personally, I know there are people who do it because they have like multiple kids and lots of sports and things. Like. How the hell do you people do this and not lose your ever-loving mind every time you look at your schedule?
0: Well, Nobody says they don't.
1: Uh, I'd, I'd like to know how other people deal with it. I mean, I know you have your ways of managing your schedule and I try to keep with that as best I can. I've got the, the calendar is a highlighted system. Everybody's got their time slots for what they can and can't do. so Everybody knows where I am at any given time
0: yeah i mean it's it's, that is the biggest challenge in business is you know time management and i mean it's it's not like it's something that's easy but if you have something concrete to build around then then you then you have the foundation of what you need to work with and i'm look um with my schedule i'm i'm i balance guilt I really do. That's where
1: I'm at. I I want them to do these things they want to do. I want to help them do these things. I really do. But I can't do everything for everybody and screw myself on the side. I agree. And then I feel bad because somebody's going to lose. And unfortunately, my history proves I'm the one that loses because I will give it all to make sure you guys have everything.
0: Well, I mean, I feel like we'll do the same for you. Um and so we, we find common ground. And, not, and, and it's not losing. It's Nobody has to lose. You may have to delay um, your gratification, but there's no problem with that. And so once it's on these three-by-five cards all over the table, the things that people want to do, and they physically see in front of them like there's a tangible reality to what this looks like, it's like, okay, well, it's time to make some adjustments. <laughs> Really, I mean, it's time to make some adjustments. And how do we adjust it? How do we get the best of, of what we want? I mean, there's a great side to this, which is, you know, we, we're raising, you know, self-motivated individuals that want to go out and conquer. I love it. But at the same time, see, there are certain things, like in business, you talk about managing expectation. And what, why is that? Because you're only capable of so much. So then you get to the point where it's like, okay, let's prioritize what matters the most in this time frame. And then you build from there. And that is where your priority is. And that's how you execute what you're doing. And not everybody, like you say, not everybody, you know, the average kid thing is like 2.5 kids. I don't know how the, the point 0.5 <laughs> comes in there, but this is, it, it was our choice. It's a dog. Maybe. It's it was our, kids and a dog. <laughs> it was like our choice to, you know, to have a, a bunch of kids and we're not complaining about that. Well, you know, it's, we just struggle with the time management side of it, but.
1: It's the balance part <clears> of it. it. It's, it's balancing everything between yourself and your goals your marriage and those goals, your kids and your goals for them and their goals for themselves. Mm -hmm. And then trying to like going through the conversation with, with Fia and talking about college. And you know, when we stopped on the campus, I wasn't trying to make her feel bad. I was trying to get, and I'm I'm doing the same thing with Gracie. It's like, I'm not trying to tell you guys don't go full into it. What I'm trying to tell you is with Sophie and we start talking about her plan and her schedule and living on campus. And I said, okay, she wants to work a job because she needs to make money because she got to pay for college because she doesn't want a bunch of loans. I understand this. But I also know because I've taken college classes before, depending on what you're taking, and most of hers are science, you have a minimum of X amount of time you're going to need to study and you're going to need to read. These are things that you need to make sure when you are planning your work schedule, you don't say, I'm going to work six days a week and I'm going to work six hours a day or eight hours a day and I'm going to have three classes on Monday, Wednesday, Friday and four classes on Tuesday, Thursday and I'm going to use my weekends after I work to do all of my studying because that's not how this works. Number one. Number two, you have a medical condition that requires you have been seizure-free for almost two years. August is two years. In order to maintain that, you have to stay with the schedule you currently have and making sure you are eating right, you are getting enough rest, you're staying on top of your meds and your doctor's appointments. Those are requirements for you to maintain and get out of the cycle you're in with the seizures. Once we get to two years free... She can start weaning off these meds and that's her end goal is to get off all this crap. Mm-hmm. So talking with her and telling her you need to find what you need, what, what works best for you to relieve stress because you're going to need downtime in between these classes. You're going to need these things. If it's a yoga class, if it's a writing, if it's, if it's, you know, taking a bike ride out around the town, cause Lord knows. As much as we are not OU fans, that is a beautiful area with trails for her to go and walk and run or ride bikes like everybody else does. But it's like getting her to realize in order to keep the physical and mental health you have going now, you have to plan these things into your schedule, She's also looking at, but I want to make friends and I want to go out and I'm going to need to be in clubs and I'm going to, and all these other things started coming up and I see myself in her because I start getting overwhelmed when you start throwing all this stuff at me and I want them grounded because I suck at this. So I need them to learn it because I don't want them to be 44 years old and suck at it. Well, take care of yourself and put yourself first. With Gracie, it was, Gracie wants to go six classes, full bore. Oh, hell no. You're not at the average college level. And I don't say that as a dig. I say it because it's truth. She's got a little bit of work to do to get at the basic level to take the chemistries and the maths that she needs. She's been out of school for two years, and she she graduated at a lower level. And it's not a bad thing. It's just where we are. So trying to get her to understand... Take two classes, take one hard class, take one fun class, something that's easy, that's not stressful, that's not gonna have a shit ton of homework, but something that you can enjoy so that when this one becomes frustrating and you need to put it down and you've gotta step away, you can still work on this one and feel like you're accomplishing something because it's still part of your schoolwork. Start with two classes for the first semester. If you make it through those two classes and you feel like with your full-time job and your classes, and hanging out with your friends, and the things, your sleep, and all this stuff, because she, again, another one that's got health stuff that we're trying to figure out what the hell's going on. You've got to put your health above all of this to make sure that you can actually finish. And getting her to see it, she got so frustrated because I, I told her she can't take six classes. Like, I'm not telling you you can't. I'm telling you this is for four months. Okay? Four months. Just do two classes for four months with a full-time job and paying your bills and and see where you're at. Let's get through all the testing and stuff with the doctors. By that point, we should have a, kind of a ballpark idea of where we're going. And then at, in December, when you go to up your next set of classes, maybe we go to four classes, but then I won't get my, my degree in two years. No, you won't. But you'll be healthy. You'll have good enough grades Because your GPA is going to determine what scholarships are available to you. Your GPA is going to determine where you place in your class, which whether you like it or not will put you in front of somebody for a job later. And they will look at those things. They won't tell you to your face, but they do look at those things. Because if you've got the same qualifications and GPA as the guy next to you, they're going to look at why. They're going to look at various things that you two did that are similar. And that's going to be your deciding factor if if he got you know if the person you're coming up against did it faster but got a lower gpa and you did it slower but you had the better gpa the better grades they're gonna look at you as someone who actually takes the time to put in the care needed and pays attention to detail to get the job done right you're gonna need to look at those things it sucks now but it's not forever it's just for now you're doing something new they don't have this concept. And for me, it's like, dude, I look at all this shit that you guys have going on and my head spins.
0: Well, yeah, and I think, you know, that's kind of the danger of, it's kind of the danger of kind of getting into the point where, you know, like when you say, I don't want you to be 44 years old, et cetera, et cetera. Um, no matter how desperately you want to teach them those lessons, there is a part of life that experience has to teach them lessons. And it is. so if you if you like we've talked about before and we will talk about in the future, if you if you use those, like if you overextend that, it can drive it in the other way. And so you guide, you guide, you guide. And then like with one of our other children that decided to move out, it's like, okay. I'm going to step out of the way and allow you this freedom that you're seeking. I'm going to allow you to make these choices and you will learn. You will fall or what if you fly? Mm -hmm. That's an important thing for you. So, you know that they need the same, they need the same opportunity to fall flat on their face. Now, if you, if you can sit down and rationalize with them, which is really hard to do with any of us when, you know, we're
1: like trying to tell your wife how to do her schedule.
0: Sure. <laughs> I was going to limit it to like teenager to early 20s. But sure, anybody, when you try to rationalize something with someone just from, a say, a logical perspective, because you've been there, they are, there's a great chance. If they don't have the experience, they are not going to see it. It's sad. Yeah, I mean, it's like somebody, it's like somebody saying, "Oh, I, I don't want to do that. I'm happy. I just got this one thing that I can't figure out. Otherwise, I'm happy." I, it's like, okay, you, you, you can't see it. You can't see it, but it's obvious where it is. Mm. And we, both of us, were in that position at one point, just as we we're growing up. So just kind of putting the reality out there, which is like asking to understand um, is it's, it's really hard to do. My gosh, it's hard to do, but I have to do that with myself. A lot of times it'll happen like in the shower when I'm getting, cause sometimes I will get overwhelmed and I, I, you know, hold myself to, my commitments and I tie an emotion to those things. And sometimes it starts to get out of whack and it's like, you just have to get to a point where you can rationalize with yourself and say, okay, this is what I know about myself. This is the process I committed to. And these are the actions I committed to take. And this is what I'm going to do. And there are, there are very few things that I can control in my life. So, those things that are healthy i'm going to control which is typically my actions and my attitude and the amount of work i put into something other than that it's rolling the dice yeah. so we it's incumbent upon us as parents to say okay look you work at a slower pace you still accomplish you work at a slower pace But learning comes differently to you. I don't recommend that you take X amount of classes. If you're set on it, let's come and reason with me. And then you lay it out. You say, okay, here's your deal. This is when you work. This is when you sleep. This is when you assist me in doing this. Now, let's look at where you're going to fit this in your schedule. You're going to have to work less, which means you'll make less money, but you'll be doing more college.
1: And your bills won't change.
0: Or you can keep the same amount of work, continue to earn money, do a little bit less college. It'll take a little bit longer. Do you want to have more time and money, or do you want to have more debt in school? Now it's time for you to make a decision.
1: Yeah, that's that's where we're at in the conversation, too, is, you know, it, it's they want to do this stuff, and they don't want to take debt. And I, I commend them on it. But I don't see you being able to do college, full college, and not have debt if you're not working the hours that you're currently working. You're going to wipe out your, I mean, she's wiping out her entire savings for one semester if she does a full load. And I was like, okay, now if you wipe out all of your savings, what happens when you got an Uber? Where's that money coming from? You know, that that was the conversation yesterday was I'm not going to be able to drive you. And it's not because I don't want to. If I can, I will. But most of the time I won't be able to. So you got to figure that into your budget now too because that's not a bill that you had before. She'd Uber maybe three times a month. Now you're talking about Ubering six times a week.
0: Yeah. And you know,
1: those are the things that, that I'm looking at with them. But my struggle is getting them to listen because I don't do the same thing. My schedule right now today is proof. It is what everybody else says it is until it isn't. And I have to sit down and fix that. And trying to get them to realize these are the things that, that I am I am currently dealing with this. So I know what I'm talking about. I am currently in this situation again. And I'm trying to fix it. Mm-hmm. And in order for me to fix it, I have to set the boundaries for what, what is going to happen what isn't going to happen for me. Mm-hmm. Y- y'all can figure out your stuff past me if you need to. But trying to get them to realize... You know, these are things that I'm trying to teach you. And at the same time, you're kind of stepping on them for me. I need those things. I I need to be able to get out of the house and go to the gym. I need to be able to get myself back in my office for X amount of time. I have to finish this. Mm -hmm. In order for me to do that, these are the things that need to be a certain way. And it's not... For a a long time, it's just a period of time when things slow down because truth be told from August until May, my schedule is their schedule just because of all the activities and stuff. So I don't think it's a lot to ask for my time slot, you know, but it's, I don't know. It's just a lot of things now we're going in circles because we're going back and forth with what we started with and where we're at, but it's the same thing. It's like, they're not going to listen to me because I'm not doing it myself.
0: Well, you know, um it it comes down to like just like with Gracie, what do you want? Just to put it into those those terms. So if you've identified that, you know, you have to negotiate with yourself you want more of this here or more of this here, and then how do we make those two worlds coexist? And then move forward, and that, you know, I know that's pretty loose, but that's that is life. That is how, or you stay in the in the cycle.
1: Well, we might need to consider um, bringing back the coffee talk as a family, not as just you and I
0: on oh, the I, weekends. To one hundred percent agree with that
1: because with them all doing so many things in so many different directions and all the stuff that's getting ready to come up over the next year I mean, it I fully expect an emotional year for a couple of them over the next few months as life starts really kind of showing them school really wasn't so bad (laughs) having to go to school for nine hours a day isn't so bad when you realize that as soon as they give you that diploma you are now responsible for yourself and everything that you need to do from here on out, it's, it's a big change that they're going to go through. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I just, I think that we need to maybe figure out a way. It might have to be on Saturdays because it seems like Sunday we've got people working and whatnot. There's always somebody missing, but we have to figure out a time frame, and we need to sit down and do a coffee talk with everybody and say, okay, I need everybody's work schedules. We need everybody's, in between stuff going on and this is what our week looks like and so when people say well so-and-so wants to go and do this can you drive us what does our schedule say you know maybe we need to go back to linking everybody on the family calendar in the phones or the Google calendar and saying okay if they're gonna ask me if I can do something you can open the calendar and see for yourself does that work with our schedule and so you can tell your friends I could do it, but you're gonna have to give me a ride rather than relying on me.
0: Yeah, I think it's all about what we negotiate. And I was gonna tell you earlier. Remember the kids were doing at home, like pandemic schooling, mm-hmm. um, and we would bring them in, you know, once every every few weeks, and just sit and talk to each one individually, and kind of get an idea of where
1: touch base, yeah, you
0: know, where she was or you know what was going on and. I really, I actually like the idea of a group family, uh, family coffee talk better, um, because then that's when you know you encourage everybody to speak up. Let's get it all out on the table. Let's talk about where we need to be this week, um, and you give them real time negotiating experience mm-hmm. to talk about what it is they need and what is going on. And then when you follow through with that and then you follow up, you start, you know, you start building some capital and the momentum of where you want to go as a family. So I think that's a great idea and it needs to be like, it needs to be a set time and then everybody plans their stuff. I think that would
1: help me manage the speed bump side of things a little bit better if we have a guaranteed time to say, okay, This is what we're doing. This is what everybody has on their, you know, what does everybody want to do? It's like, what's necessary has to happen this week. What are the extras that we're wanting to add if there are any? And, you know, who's available for those things and how do we want to work it? And if it's not, okay, well, then where do we negotiate it? If we can't do it this week, where do we put it? Yeah, let's. Because I don't want them to feel like we're not. I can't give them everything that they want, but I don't. I also don't want them to feel like we're not giving them anything that they want. Sure. As sure. far as you know, the one-on-one time and things like that, I want to be able to do those things, but well, I, I've got to stop putting me last. I have to.
0: Yeah, I agree, um, and I think that's where the power of, you know, seven minds sitting together in one room and coming up with with ideas for this works better than just us. Because maybe they have maybe they have an idea that we're not thinking about. So, if we employ all these young minds along with our minds to figure it out, maybe maybe they have a solution we just can't see.
1: Well, and maybe it's one of those times where we can say, you know, if one of you is getting off at five and two of you start at five thirty, maybe the two of you, one older, one younger, can take an Uber together. And then the third one can take the Uber home, and you guys split the cost of it. Yes, it's an, inc- an occurred cost for them, but it frees up some time for me, and it's going to teach them your, the responsibility of getting to and from work on your own.
0: Yeah, I'm, I think I think we can. I think we can really at least get something put together where we're all communicating about it and just drive home the fact that here's where, where our heart is for you all and what we want you to accomplish and, and our hope. Now you tell us where yours is and then let's work together to see what we can do to make it happen.
1: Yeah. You're right. I think that would be a little less stressful for me. Cool. I probably sound like a nutcase because it, Sets me off to have so many little things going on at one time, but I'll trade anybody for a week.
0: I won't. <laughs> I'm not I'm not no. I'm kidding, I wouldn't either. Yeah. I, wouldn't,
1: I don't trust people enough to do that for me.
0: Well, I I just think really, you know, you sometimes you just gotta get the air out of the balloon and see where you're at. And uh I the way that I'm that I'm looking at things right now, just to close this out, is that you don't surrender.
1: I have no intention to.
0: Okay. Don't surrender. And I don't say that in a way like the only thing that matters is you getting what you want. It's just, it's simple. It's, it's, it's very difficult, but it can be made easy. Let's just say that because we will get together as Moran's, we will talk about it, um, and then we will start to build it, and it's going to have to be built, you know, like a week at a time, and there will be audibles that have to be called. Um, But, you know, they're, they're in as a group of us getting together and working together to see what it is that, that we can do to support each other. Um, So... The answer to that question is no. The bacon is not gone. There's still some bacon in the fridge. Okay, my love. I think we're going to wrap this particular journey episode up. Um, how do you feel after just really talking through it? Better. Good. Good, good, good. I think that's the one of the biggest takeaways is to really just... Talk these things out, and uh, I think there are some really great lessons in there. So, I'll be interested to go back and listen to it and see what we're teaching each other. And, uh, if you, mighty listener, have anything you want to talk about, or maybe you yourself have been through this and you can help us, then utilize going crazy, (laughs) use the email. (laughs) Quincy at MVSMPodcast.com. Also, go check out QuincyMoran.com. Um, and that's where you're going to go. That's where you're going to sign up for my email list. And you will begin to see things coming within the next year that will get you really, really excited. I am going to put out a book. And it is going to help you tremendously. The podcast, I believe, helps you, but the book is really going to be able to help you. And then at some point, Jeannie and Quincy will be coming to a city near you, and we will be engaging and interacting with you face-to-face. It could be a year or two years away, but just prepare for it. We're going to come, and we are going to engage you and uh, really help you uh, get on that path to uh, revitalizing your relationship, redefining your life. Um, even more so than the podcast, it'll be face-to-face. So that is all for this episode. She is Jeannie Moran. I'm Quincy Moran, and this is Man vs. Marriage, the podcast.